You are now listening to Small Monster Podcast. Well, I just oh, we're yeah. still stroking the mic stand. Oh, so it was, it's just a nervous, it's just a nervous tick like this. Yes, now we're getting it all. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah, college football. Jim Harbaugh. Yep. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Small Market Podcast with your host Watucky and Hoffman. How you doing today, Andy? Real good. How you doing, Hoffman? Very good. We've got a special in-studio guest. Very special. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> right, right. Michael Westendorf from the Chemical City Paper. Hey, How are you, Mike? Good, good, very good, very good. You are on the show today because we are we're t- going to start talking about college football, and Mike is an expert on college football, aren't you, Mike? Well, I don't know if I'd say that, but uh, pretty close. I, I, uh... you know more about college football than I do, which is. Andy, you know I know very little about college football. I, I partake from time to time. Yes. So I've the most I know about college. I, I've been partaking this week or this past weekend watching the 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 championship games, the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl between Alabama and who was it? Notre Dame. Notre Dame and OSU and Clemson. So I, w- I spent most of the weekend watching those and really getting into it, actually, because I thought Clemson was going to destroy OSU, and it was quite the opposite. Right, Andy? Yeah, it was yeah. pretty much an embarrassment for Clemson. Yeah, but you must be pretty proud as an Ohio fan, you know, wearing your in- Indian's <clears throat> hat and all. And Shut up, Hoff. So- <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that's not the case. I know, it's, I don't know, it is uh, what it is, you know. It was frustrating. How frustrating was it? Fairly frustrating. I, I don't know. That, that they beat Clemson? Yeah. I mean, I, I just I never like to see Ohio State win. I just don't. Sure. I mean, but... I mean, you, must, you must have been having a rough couple of decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's been tough. It has been tough. I wanted to ask both of you a question. Whoever wants to to answer this, go ahead and jump in. But um, I, go ahead, Mike. Take a drink because you're going to need it for for this question. I mean, is it? <laughs> and this is probably something that that we've been talking about all year, but I haven't really been paying attention because it's college football, and I kind of tune you out when we're talking when, about when college I start football. to go on my rants. I just don't. I am so uninterested in college football <laughs> that uh, I I couldn't care less. Like bring on the pros. So this is probably something that we've been talking about all year long. But is it fair that OSU is really where they are today? I mean, they're in the championship game and they could win a national championship in eight games. I know it's a different kind of year with a pandemic. That's and all a good that stuff, question. But but I think the answer is easy now. After the Clemson game, it, it was. It, I think I mean, it was a better question before the Clemson game. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like they they've proven themselves. They, I mean, they overtook Clemson. Like it was there. It wasn't even. It was barely competition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Clemson didn't even look like they were in the same class. 
And are we going to talk about the coach, the Clemson coach who ranked them number 11? 11? Yeah. Yeah. Dabo Sweeney, I mean, he put his foot in his mouth a lot leading up to this game. He did have good reasons for it, but I don't think that... If you're going to talk like that, you got to back it up, though. Well, he's he's like, it's my poll, and, and, and he did it because of what AJ just said about the six games. They haven't played 10 games, so he... Or nine games. So anyone who didn't play nine, at least nine games, he ranked uh, out of the top ten. But the thing that I, where I disagree with him is, am I talking too loud? They, I disagree with him where he says, "Well, it's my poll." No, no. If you're a poll, if your poll affects, it's the coach's poll, and if it affects the national polls, it's not just your poll. Right. You have a responsibility for it to be somewhat legitimate. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You have to kind of. You can't choose sides in it. You have to be pretty level-headed about it. Yeah. I would assume if you're going to be a coach that's putting in your coach's poll towards Well, the I know overall. historically the coach's poll has been kind of – I mean, there's a reason why the AP is considered a gold standard and the coach's poll is kind of – remember in 97, what happened with Michigan and Nebraska? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just you're going to have those biases that come in, but he paid for it. Oh, yeah. Well, he had to eat some crow there. Now, again, I'm a bit of a novice with college football because I just it doesn't interest me as much, at least until the playoffs or the championship game like this past weekend and next week. But does the AP poll, Mike, do you know, does that have anything to do with the the college playoff? And Yeah, it does, actually. So, well, it used to. And it now doesn't, it's a little doesn't bit different anymore. Now they have a yeah. separate committee. So it used to be if you were – if you were ranked number one at the end of the year by the AP, you that was considered a national championship, or at least a share of it. Well, it's, it, why I'm asking is because it seems to be like okay, there's the AP poll and there's there's this there's poll, the Harris and then, poll, and then well, I don't know if they might one. not be doing the Harris poll anymore, but I don't think so. Well, then there's it seemed like there's three or four or five different polls, and then they just kind of like took a median of whatever everybody kind of said, took a, a general average. And okay, that's who the number one ranked team is, and that's yeah, who. Well, that the... was before the playoff, which I think is better now. But now, to it's answer your definitive. question about how it matters, is I think I think somehow that somehow the AP poll is taken into account while the CFP is making their decisions. decisions. Yeah, yeah, they might say, all right, but well, they, now guys. they have the ultimate authority. Yeah, it, is that so? I'll get to a broader subject. Is that is that better or worse for college football? And I'm going to say that, but I'm going to give you some numbers. Ohio State has been to the college football playoff. They've had this, this system set up where you have the committee that ranks them for seven years. They've made it there four years. Clemson has made it six out of the seven. Alabama's made it six out of the seven. Over half the national championships, five out of the seven, come from those three teams. Whereas before you had the AP poll, you know, or the coaches poll, was determined your national champion. It was a lot more, if you want to call it parody, it was kind of, it was all subjective, but now you're getting four teams in there and that's still, it's still subjective. It's not based upon any kind of record, definitive record. There's still a lot of subjectiveness to it, but it's all the same teams and there's hardly any parody. You know why, Andy? Because they're winners. Oh, that's the reason. There, well, that's the reason. But is that? I'm I'm not asking if they should be there. I'm asking, is that good for college football as a whole? That's a good question. Okay. Now, somebody as Hoffman that doesn't watch a ton of college football and he just tunes in for that, he probably doesn't care. But if you were a fan of, I don't know, Oregon, you'll probably never win a national championship. 
Like it'd be right. like it would be like a yeah. flash in the pan. Well, I think you need to define you're, your you're terms good. because, like, you're say, if you're asking the question, if it is it good for college football, then you need to go a little bit deeper and ask, what is good? What do you think is good for college? That's football? why I guess that's what I'm asking. Yet, what do you think is better for college football? So maybe maybe not to have a national championship and focus on education and focus on development as players and, te- and no. team camaraderie. See, like, now, you're, now you're... Well, what's, uh, well, what's the question, then? Now you're baiting me into it. Well, well yeah. Like a lack of parity. Is this good or bad for college football? Okay, so I don't know if it's good or bad. I think it just is. It just is what it is? Well, I mean, it's the winners are the winners. If you if you don't like Ohio State winning, But it's the same thing every year. So you got three... So beat them. So you have three states, three or four states every year where the fan base cares and the rest of the country doesn't really give a rat's ass i mean if they do and if they want to win that's their responsibility to come up with the recruiting come up with the coaching and the development the program to win i mean it's it's like you're asking and maybe i'm wrong but it's like you're asking is it okay if all these people if these if the same teams keep winning all the time well maybe maybe not but if you don't like it then the solution is to beat them. But in professional sports we do things where the worst teams get the higher draft picks. We right. give we give right. them ways to get better. In college football there is literally none of that. The high school teams say or high school recruits see these teams that are constantly winning like Alabama and Clemson and they say this is where I'm going to go to win a national championship. Doesn't matter what anything else offers. This is where I know I can go to win a national championship and go to the next level. And so it's like Life it's a person. it's a pipeline. Yeah. Like how do you if you are a team like I don't know Northwestern or Stanford, how do you break that by saying like, we got really good academics? That shit doesn't sell in today's culture anymore. Right, but I think I think you also need to think about like well, okay, if that's not bad, what's the reason? What's the reason why another team needs to win? I mean, is it, is it for feelings? Is it for participation trophies? Right, what, talking yeah, to the mic. What, well, that's true. What, what's the reason? So like, I, and I would even I even don't like how the pros do it. You know, try to make everything balanced and everybody happy and kumbaya. Like, no, there's winners and losers, and if if you want to be a winner, win. Fair enough. <laughs> I, mean, no, I just <laughs> I just wanted to hear someone else's opinion on it. Yeah, but I'm in the minority, so. Well, I, for somebody like me who is completely absent the entire and the entire college football season, and then comes in at the end. That was the question I kept asking myself. I was watching the the games by myself, like OSU at like seven and zero, and Clemson's eleven and zero, and I'm going, wait a minute, what the? Like I know what's going on this year, mm-hmm. but and I know what happened with OSU, but still, and I, I'm just getting back to this. I'm like, is that really fair? Does that really? Cra-? Then what if they go yeah. on and they beat Alabama? And so they had an eight no season, and then Alabama had a an eleven and one or a twelve and one season. Are we really crowning the the true national champion for college football? I I think it's one of those things where, like Mike was saying, the argument was over when Clemson lost so handily. I think if but Ohio, it's a good it's a good question I think, before the, right. But I think if but Ohio they also State had to play. Or, Okay, go ahead, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, just let me finish this real sure. quick. Sorry, I know I kind of ramble. I think if Alabama loses by, let's say, a touchdown to Ohio State, well, yeah, they got all these more, all these other yeah. games in. They've played a longer, more grueling season, especially in a conference that is hands down a tougher conference. Yeah, I'd say that that amount of game difference probably could matter some. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, and I would, 
concede to that argument and say, yeah, you're right. But yeah. if it's a blowout by Ohio State, I say, you, I mean, I what are you going to say? Be. I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, but least, but you know. I think it'll be close either way. I think Alabama's going to win but by maybe just a couple touchdowns. But I think A.J. has a good point. If Ohio State wins by just a touchdown or two, um, but yeah, with Clemson, they, they, in my opinion, they seal the deal. True, but I, I see a fresher squad in OSU, and just looking at Trevor Lawrence's face at the end of the game, he was kind of, I don't know, he, it seemed like he could have cared less. He didn't look like like the, it didn't look like the face of a losing quarterback. He kind of just was like, yeah, I've done all I could, had a great season, and cool, you know, and maybe that was like the Christian in him or whatever, but mm-hmm. he was very much um, content, it seemed, with losing that game, what made- even uh, by double the score, you know, he's like, okay, had a great season, I'm still still on top, I'm happy, that's, that's fine. Maybe it's because he's care. had so much success at Clemson prior that... One year where he almost gets there but doesn't, he's just like, well, I've been there before. Possibly. But I you mean, know? like, he, I, I don't know. I, mean, I look at the leaders of the squad. So I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence and I'm looking at Justin Fields. And Trevor Lawrence, seem, neither one of them seemed to to have too much invested in, in what was going on with that game. And this is essentially what meant the whole season to them, right? Right. So this is a, one team that had played 11 games and another team that had played seven or eight and i'm sorry but like it's not like basketball where it's uh it's a no contact sport and you go and you yeah, that you win the game you win the game cool football you have plays that end in a car crash every single time and that really really makes a, a huge difference on on a body like okay my team played four more games than your team did Mm-hmm. And yeah. we went undefeated. I know you went undefeated too, and that's great. Congratulations! And you're going on to the national championship game. But we we played four more games than you, and uh there's kind of that's. I mean, that's like the basketball equivalent of like thirty games. Yeah. Right, right. But and it's exactly. four more. It's four yeah. more opportunities to lose yeah. that yeah. the other team doesn't have to worry about. But to play devil's advocate, if you're playing that other team head to head and you beat them, yeah. Or get hurt. Hey, or get know, hurt. That, I to, mean, to be the best, you got to beat the best. But in a game that's so violent, I feel like that's that's a very easy thing for the three of us to sit here and say, you know, "Oh, to be the best, you got to beat the best." But if you've never played football, you don't get it. I mean, anything can happen on a uh, during the course of a game, during the course of a play, tear an ACL, and you're out for twelve months. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, to me, it just it, it seemed to him, to Trevor Lawrence, it probably seemed like, OK, we're I don't care. I'm on to the next one. I'm going to the NFL and I'm already over. This. I'm already past this. And Justin Fields, if you looked at him, I, I'm maybe I'm taking emotion into the the thing too much. But Justin Fields kind of seemed like, yeah, we won. All right, let's let's go on to the you know really didn't have a whole lot of joy in his face. I gotta and, tell you though, I think the NFL, I think the NFL was paying attention to Justin 
to Justin Fields. Oh yeah, after oh, I think so. Like I think his chances just after they, that game they did increase after that game for sure. I I agree. And um, you know, Tim watched the game with me like the the last half of that game, and he really really felt like okay the um co producer Tim. Yeah, co-producer <laughs> Tim. And just watching his, kind of his topical observations was, this is, uh, yeah, that guy looks good. That guy looks good. He could make it in the NFL. And that guy yeah, he did looks look all right. And, yeah. you know, and Justin Fields did look like a, an NFL quarterback at, at that time. Um, I think in the back of his head is, is still, yeah, <laughs> we still have to go to, Al- we still have to go and beat Alabama. Yeah, you know, and none of this means anything unless I beat Alabama, right? And that's probably that was probably where Trevor Lawrence was too. It was like, I'm kind of okay with losing this game because we had a fantastic season. The media is talking about me relentlessly, and yeah. look, I don't have to go play Alabama. <laughs> you know, uh, yes, it would have been been an honor to go to the national championship game or, or have a chance to to win that, but. I don't have to play Alabama. My season is done now, you know? And in fact, I can, I've got the option now. I can either go to the NFL or play another season and enjoy college for another year. You know, that that's, you could read their minds. The, these guys are kids and they're very, very, they're very readable. And it was easy to kind of like see what they were thinking at the end of that game. So I, I that's just where I'm at. But, um, it seemed kind of like a still, even though Ohio State had only played eight games or six games, seven games, that it, it seemed like a consolation. It was just like, yeah, but we're going to get criticized for, you know, if we win the national championship by guys like me. Right. You won national championship at eight games. <laughs> it was a. That's this half is, an NFL season. Yeah, it's an asterisk uh, of a season, you yep. know, where you didn't. Uh, did you really earn it? Yeah, you I mean, know. You could say the same about the NBA season, couldn't you? I mean, I, I thought that too. Like was about an like yeah. when LeBron won the. Yeah, well, it's I like, mean, it's a short. You know, it's it's, it's a short season. Messing everything up. I same think, thing with MLB, like the Dodgers too. It's. I could put an asterisk. By it's them a too. good point. It's a good point, but I think they still had longer seasons than eight games. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like either. I don't know. The and the arguments could be made for those guys too. But like, P, the media, the world had their eyes on the Dodgers for the last four or five years to win a World Series. They're kind of expected to win a World Series for the last four or five years. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with LeBron James yep. and the Lakers. People kind of had their eyes on like, ah, yep, he's gonna bring a championship to Los Angeles. So, but I also wonder if like that. If the if the circumstances made it easier, like oh, this is the perfect opportunity, you know, we've been waiting for the Dodgers to win, we've been waiting for LA to win. Sure, yeah. COVID, man. Yeah, COVID it, that changed things drastically. It changed the face of the season, and um, this made it a different year completely. And uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. If you want to, like Andy was asking about what's good for college football, you could even ask like, is having a season. Right, it's good for God. I mean, yeah, we there's been a lot of revenue generated because they played, right? Uh, but but it you got to define your terms. What are your goals? So what in your you know, and everybody can think this for, for themselves. But 
if you're going off of what's quote unquote best for college football, you have to determine or you have to decide what is best for college football. Like what what does that even mean? Right. Before you decide if it's good or bad for college football, you need to decide what what is good. What's the goal? What are the goals here? You know. Well, I would think it would be to have more than three fan bases engaged. Like, but okay, so that's that's your opinion, right? Well, that yeah, that's <laughs> my opinion. But I think there's a lot of people around the country. If you ask them, that's their opinion as well. I think that that's definitely amplified by the bias of supporting teams that haven't been successful. No, and that that very well could be it. How would I feel if it was Michigan that was in there seven years straight, right, and won a, a slew of national championships, and it was just what it is? I probably right. wouldn't argue against it. You right. Know? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I I can give you that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that is that is a good thing. To, I mean, it's going to get to the point where I'm just not even going to tune in anymore. If it's going to be, I'm glad it's not. Alabama Clemson because I was really going to be getting sick of that matchup because it's you might as well just play them then in the regular season. But like, it, that, that changes as the years go on. Like it used to be USC, it used to be Texas, uh, LSU for a while. Where it was this kind of a run? Yeah, USC in the early two thousands, absolutely. Texas, uh, two thousand five, two thousand six, they were in there. LSU, two thousand five through twenty ten, at least a couple of years in the last decade. Um, Ohio State has been consistently up there. Um, Alabama just obviously is the one that has the biggest spotlight on them, and that's been up there the most, you know, because of Nick Saban. But I think Nick Saban won at LSU, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so, I believe. I mean, maybe. Maybe maybe it's a Nick Saban problem. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we just need to remove Nick Saban from college. But football. then it's like, well, why are you doing that? It's like, oh, you're 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 too good. I don't know. Then it's like, oh, you're so good that you shouldn't be involved. But it's like, well, if he's good, then give him give him the props. I don't know. I don't know. Right, right. I, I one last point. I was just th- uh, watching a thing on McGuire um, and Sosa the other day, and. Um, uh, they were talking about Roger Maris and Babe Ruth had hit the home run record. He he'd made the home run record in like 152 games or 54 games, and Maris they had just expanded the season to 162 games, and he got 61 home runs mm-hmm. in 162 games. Games make a difference, whether or not you and I want to to admit that. I think game, and that's just baseball. Just baseball, but football where it's incredibly physical, um, there's the potential that somebody gets hurt on every single play is entirely possible. Mm -hmm. Four or five games is is a huge difference to me. Well, I'll support your point here as well when I say there's also not as much tape on Ohio State. For Clemson to look over, right? Yeah. And what I mean by that is they had I want to I think it was three different tight ends score touchdowns in that game. Yeah, those tight ends hadn't scored a touchdown. Yeah, since since uh, three or four games before that, so you haven't utilized your tight ends like they did in the last three or four games. So that means that if you didn't go back to the very start of the season, watch like their very first one or two games, you didn't know that they even had that type of stuff in the repertoire. Right. That wouldn't have showed up on tape. So there's a lot of game plan you can miss. Absolutely. Well, and, and trust me, I wasn't trying to be 
I mean, I, I was more proud of, of Ohio State with this game than I was of any other game, just because they, it was still an upset to me. Mm. I still thought it was an upset. Yeah, um, I, did I didn't too. feel like it was a complete like, ugh, what a what a sham that they beat this Clemson team that had won so many more games because they beat them so handily. It wasn't yeah. even a close game, you know. But still, that I feel like that those records the. The difference between those records says something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, seven and zero versus ten and zero or eleven and zero, three games, four games, five game, five games, huge difference. Think of the amount of the wear and tear on your players. You know, we talk about like the wear and tear on our cars. Think about the wear and tear on your players that that's taken place over the course of three or four more games. I think that's a gigantic difference. Anyways, thanks again, Mike, for being on with us. Yeah, absolutely. Before we go, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Heather and Holly, for everything that they've provided for us and remind you to support those that support us. Right, Wataki? That's right. So thanks again for tuning in to the Small Market Podcast. We will be back next week. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Small Market Podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, send us a message at smallmarketpodcast at gmail.com, or get more behind-the-scenes writings from Hoffman at smallmarketpodcast backslash blogspot.com. Music for the Small Market Podcast has been provided by the 8-Arm Killer.